Welcome to JB Trio Podcast, Season 6, Episode 10. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Christopher, the comeback kid. Wood Manzi. Mark, the ancient warrior marching. And if it sounded like Chris has a frog in his throat, it's because it's not Chris. Chris's birthday is today. And so we have a guest with us, Greg who is pulling double duty. He's a guest tonight for winning the fall bracket, and he's playing Chris Woodmansey. How are you doing, Greg? Good evening, everybody. I'm doing great. <laughs> he's the comeback kid. Um, <laughs> flushing the toilet. But, yeah, Chris is taking the night off. He's about three sheets to the wind right now. He's at the Gaylord and celebrating having drinks. Yeah, there's a – there's a, I think there's a male strip show going down at the Gala tonight. <laughs> well, Chris is posting a bunch of pictures tonight, so we'll get to see firsthand. Yeah, I think he's he's at a male strip club down there or something. They have some <laughs> Chippendale show or something tonight. And, the Chippendales at the Gaylord. Yeah, How fitting. I think he's probably interviewing a couple of chairs. Oh, what was it called? The Bears? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. We took a week off last week, got a bunch of news, lots of happenings. Unfortunately, we lost a team, our very own team number two. It was the House Falls. And again, the it was, House Falls. And it was yeah. a team that Chris uh, recruited. And it once he again, recruited them, once the Chris again, effect. Yeah. Once again, he drives people out. I don't know what it is. And then he ditches us tonight because, well, it's his birthday, but he ditches us tonight in our. Comeback episode, episode 10. We're here to celebrate our 10th episode and Greg winning the fall bracket. And all of a sudden, Chris is the no-show. Talk about a comeback kid. Well, you know the ratings are going to go up. (laughs) (laughs) And we got some more big news. We are finally on YouTube. Everybody that's out there that listens through your normal means, if you go on Apple or if you go on google or amazon music you can now go to youtube which is from what i hear the preferred method for most people wanting to listen to podcasts or anything so you just go to jb trios pull it up and search in youtube and you'll find our page make sure to subscribe and like everything just like the all the youtubers say but yeah we are finally on youtube so we're finally breaking some ground and uh there will be no video of chris so that's the good thing <laughs> So, right that we know of that we know of yeah although and you could probably get video of him throwing a great shirt oh i wish we had yeah. that on video that would be our most coveted video we'd put that above all the 300 honor score videos yeah. and some more big news happening in the last two weeks jenna greg's daughter has been chosen to represent bowling in her high school yearbook this next upcoming spring Kudos to her. Yeah, so they took a bunch of pictures, interviewed Jenna and a few other people about the uh, youth bowling, trying to gain some uh, some awareness and, and interest out there at, at her uh, high school to uh, see if they could put together a team. What high school does she go to? She goes to Hebron High School, part of the Louisville School District, way almost over there in Plano. But she is, uh, it, it's a, a large high school to not have a bowling team. So she's hoping she can get that changed and get a little uh, publicity out there and try to 
to convince some of these kids to come in and take advantage of that scholarship money that's sitting out there for them. Exactly. And Jenna was pretty awesome on Tuesday. She had it during our Tuesday league. They sent somebody out to interview her and take her snapshot and photos. And even during the process, she showed out. What did she bowl again? Uh, so she bowled a, a 221 uh, that night. And then she uh, also got some pictures done on Wednesday. And they, uh, I don't know if she ever talked to, but she offered to let them talk to our very own Ryan Curtis as he's the coach for her bowling wow. team. I don't know wow. if he, they ever talked to him or not, but uh, so yeah, it was kind of exciting. It is exciting. Our own JB Trio's Ryan Curtis. That one time he subbed for Mark and, uh, well, yeah, yeah well, it's history. <laughs> I don't think anybody's called him back since. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he subbed and came in with a 220 average and bowled 510. So I think, uh, I think that was the last time he bowled with us. I don't know. Actually, no, he's bowled with us, but, but still, yeah, I don't think anybody's called him back. All right. Our fastest three minutes in bowling. And we're going to go ahead and go over last week's results real quick. So team four, that's blaming on the alcohol. I'll learn these teams eventually. Against team 13, upset over team four, blaming on the alcohol. They won 32 out of 48. Team 15, team OG against team three, which is the Wicked Trio, who's been on a hot streak. Another upset that night. Team 15, OG won 32 out of 48. So back-to-back upsets. Next pair was Team 11, Ricky in the two mix, and they ended up bowling against Team 8, Pin High, Craig and Gino and his wife. That was a slaughter, unfortunately, for that team. Team 11, Ricky in the two mix. After bowling my team back-to-back weeks losing, they won big, 40 out of 48, so they're back on track. Speaking of 40 out of 48, Team number 1, my team against Leland's team, Team 14. We beat them like crazy, 40 out of 48. So, sorry, Leland, who's sitting next to me. Next pair was team number two. That is now the former JB Trio bowlers, the House Balls. They bowled against team 16, which is almost empty nest. This may have been part of the reason why they all of a sudden dropped out. They lost 32 out of 48. So, almost empty nest, 132. So, kudos to them. Team 12, that's the men in the 10-pin. And men in the 10-pin did not win against Team 9, Slate's Rockheads, which is still dominating in first. Slate's Rockheads, 32 out of 48. Next pair, Team 7, that's the S-Team. And that's Chris and Diego against Team 5, Slate's Sloppy Seconds. And Slate's sloppy seconds pulled through. So Mark's team won 28 out of 48. Team six, that is three fingers deep. The second place team still trying to climb back in the first. They bowled against Chris's team. And Rick Connors' team dominated 34 out of 48. Sorry, Chris, it's your birthday, but you guys didn't bowl that good that week, and you guys lost. So Rick Connor has overcome you guys. And moving on to week 11 last week. So that was two weeks ago. That was week 10. Now we're on to week 11. Team 12. That is the men and the 10 pin against team one, my team. 
my team won again. We won 38 out of 48. So, Greg, you and I, and Peyton, we've been on a hot streak. I think we've won like six weeks in a row. The first four weeks we sucked, and then the last six weeks we were back. So we're keeping up the hot streak. So hopefully we can keep it up. Yeah. Well, once that, uh, since that uh, brack, since our bracket thing that we had going is over, I imagine Greg's gonna fall falter now. Oh, you hear that, Greg? Right. Yeah, I'll be back down in the four hundreds now. Yeah, <laughs> now that thing's over, and you want it. He was clutch no. though, and that was pretty awesome. So, Team Ten, put your thumb in it. That's Chris and them against Team Number Eight, Craig. Uh, which is pin high. Chris, you ended up with the victory. Kiss your sister night, 26 out of 48. Team three, that is Wicked Trio. That's Amanda and Larry and Tim. They bowled up against team five, Slate's Sloppy Seconds. And talk about a dominant performance. Slate's Sloppy Seconds won 44 out of 48. Just crushing team three. And in their hopes to try to remain in the top half. Team two, which this is the week that House Balls has officially dropped out. It is now officially the blind team. Team two against team four, blaming on the alcohol. They're the lucky team that gets them on the first week. They bowled the blind and they won 40 out of 48. So good, good job on them. Leland's team 14, that's Timmy. They bowled up against the first place team, team nine, Slate Sloppy Seconds. And another week, Slate Sloppy Seconds dominated. Leland's team bowled good, but they bowled better. 32 out of 48 was the victor. Team 13 BD in the pocket against Team 16, almost empty nest. And in a rare 48 and 0 victory, that is BD in the pocket. Well, giving up no points at all that week. Dominating week for them. Team 11, that's. Ricky in the two mix against team six, three fingers deep and three fingers deep in a shocking upset. Ricky's team won 42 out of 48, a shocker there. It really hurt three fingers deep's chances to try to catch up to Slate's Rockheads. So that was a really bad beating. And then team seven, and that is the S team. Going up against Team 15, Team OG. And another week, Team OG dominates 30 out of 48. So kudos to them. Real quick, the standings. Slate's Rockheads, Team 9 with 344 in first. Team 6, three fingers deep at 325 in second. Slate's Sloppy Second, still in third, 328. BD in the pocket making a huge jump. Two good weeks in a row. They're at 298. They're in fourth place. Laying it on the alcohol, got knocked down the fifth or 297, only one point behind. Greg, you and my team were out of the gutter. We climbed up to sixth. We are, who are you calling the pinhead? We're at 295, only three points out of fourth. And we're in sixth. And put your thumb in it. Chris's team, we passed them. They're at 284. They're tied for seventh with Ricky and the two mix at 284. Ninth place, the men in the 10 pin at 261. 10th place, Wicked Trio, 258. 11th, Team OG. In 11th place, 235. The S Team, they're in 12th at 234. Pin High, Team 8, they're in 13th, 201. Almost Empty Nets, 195. They're in 14th. And Timmy in last place, 179. 
I just got a text from uh, Chris. He just got finished up with a lap dance from Jose. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> I uh, text Chris. I'm going to see if he's going to be able to join us here towards the end. So I'm hoping he does. I'm going to send him an invite. But he has a response. Yeah, yeah, just to give an update on his uh, high average $20 bet I have with him. He has now fallen to fourth place, I guess, for high average. And Let's and hope. He's, he's definitely been knocked out of the top three. He's out of the top uh, averages three. Averages have dropped the last couple weeks. Uh, Neil yeah. Brady at 216. Garrett Williams, shocking, uh, had a really bad week. He was the top leader for a long time. Now he's at 212. And Fred Williams, uh, his teammate, had skyrocketed, actually. He went from 190s. Now he's at 207. He's officially in third and has knocked Chris out of the top three. Yeah, and he's knocked him out. Of, he knocked him out of a few brackets last week too. We got to mention that. So <laughs> Fred is putting it to Chris. I mean, is it just Chris out drinking tonight because of his birthday, or just because of all the bad things that have happened to him in bowling the last couple of weeks? I don't know, man. His, I know his kid's piggy bank bank's got to be down. <laughs> got to be down funds. Yeah. All right, and so we have just finished up the fall bracket. All 48 bowlers at the time, down to 47, and now we're at 44. All the bowlers had bowled together, come down to the final four. I think we were going into the final four week. We took that week off. So it was Greg versus Nick Hickey in that week. That was actually the last week Nick had bowled with us. And then on the opposite end was Jake against, who was it? Was it me? I think it was me. Yeah. Unfortunately, I bowled like crap. Greg was there to witness it, and he had yeah. the sub come in for him. That's right. Even the and sub, he, I couldn't beat. Yeah, and the sub didn't bowl that well either, but, of course, his average was only in the 170s. So, yeah, um, that's uh, it, it was enough to beat you. Uh, Chris's team, the handicap maintenance was real. Yeah. And so uh, he advanced Jake. Jake did manage to bowl in the finals. And Greg on the other side bowled against Nick and kicked Nick's ass. Nick had no chance that week. And Nick had been bowling good for three or four weeks. And Greg, uh, I think, shot seven something. Was it 713 that week? That was a, a 708. 708, yes. Yeah, that was my 30 and that's, 708. That, and I think uh, Greg's the reason why they quit. He quit. <laughs> it could right? be. It could, could very be. well be. Yeah. They just, they've been bowling great and then ran into a juggernaut against the other team and against Greg. Uh, I remember they were rooting hard for for Nick and Greg just, he didn't give him a chance. He just shut him out early and bowled great. And then the very next week, uh, it was down to Greg and Jake. We just happened to be bowling on the very next pair as them. It was us, uh, I think we're on 17, 18 and Jake was on 19 and 20. And, man, there was a lot of score watching there. I mean, uh, we were looking at Jake's every frame by frame, and I could hear him talking to Chris. He was watching Greg bowl every frame. And, Greg, you know, it was kind of iffy at the beginning. Yeah, so we were neck and neck through most of the first game, and I managed to sneak the first game out, but only snuck it out by, like, 20 pins, 18 pins, something like that. So Jake was hanging in there, and then – Trying to remember, I think I, I think it was. Was it that he beat you by twenty? But the first two games, 
you beat him scratch, but he be, he had the handicap on you. So I think he was ahead. That, that may the first be two games. But I, uh, I, I can tell you, though, I'll, I'll sum it up. I'll sum the match up. Jake was under extremely huge handicap in the match because he had the bowl with Chris on the same pair. So, <laughs> so that's a huge yeah. handicap. You know? Yeah, Chris was there this time to uh, help him along. So that was to my advantage. Yeah. Quote, unquote, help. <laughs> But yeah, he, basically what it boiled down to is, is Jake really struggled in game three. So it could have gone any either way up until game three. And then he really struggled. I kind of felt bad for him, but but he uh, that's kind of where it took the big turn was that game three. It did almost look like the pressure got to him a little bit. They had started talking about it a lot throughout the game. And he had started to get in his head a little bit and. I think by the time that third game hit, Greg was just ready to dominate because it was close to the third. And then Greg, right. I think, started with the spare and then got, uh, what was it, four or five in a row right out the gate? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, Jake's Jake was uh, kind of just so overwhelmed that he just unfortunately sort of gave up there in the end. But it was a hard-fought victory and come down to the last game of the last – Last round, and Greg pulled through with a, uh, what was it, 640-something? Uh, with handicap, I think so, yes. Yeah, so good victory. I think it was about a 40-pin victory. Well-earned. And so, Greg, congratulations. You are the first winner, or you're the winner of the first bracket that we're having. We're going to have, I think we're going to have three. We're going to have one in the fall. We're going to start over in the winter here for the winter bracket from December to February. I want to say here in the next couple of weeks, and then we're going to have our March bracket, which is when it all started last March. So we'll have a fall, winter, and spring bracket. So right. hopefully you'll get a chance to defend your title. Now, are you going to bring the stuffed animal for the first place winner? To, to <laughs> the teddy it's bear. A, the stuffed animal. Yeah, he'll have yeah. a couple keychains on him and maybe a plaque. That and the blow-up doll. You're bringing it, right? <laughs> That's what Chris is bringing right now. He's yeah. uh, he's at the cabarets. He's going to bring it over later. Yeah, I think he's blowing it up now. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah, that was that was the bracket, and we hope to have it again soon. Lee, with uh, Leland's team, do they got a guy – do they got somebody bowling – for uh with him and camilla or we've been using brianna she was there last week oh she was uh, or i think okay. i think she was, was it, or maybe it was no she was gone this last week she was there two weeks ago but it was uh i think just family business but she should okay. be back tomorrow hopefully yeah i thought they didn't have anybody there last week yeah yeah so we will we'll make sure to have her bring in uh come in we've heard a bunch of good reports from tim so he is going to be back driving, and he is probably going to start practice soon. So we hope to have him back at least for the second half. I know Leland's team, unfortunately, is in last still, so it's going to be hard for them to come out of last. But uh, we hope to have Tim back for the second half. I think it will be a good fresh start for him. Well, at least it's a banquet league, so no big deal, right? <laughs> Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Maybe we can go to the Gaylord. Yeah, really. <laughs> Chris is putting in a good word for us. 
Oh, right. If he, does, so, if he doesn't cause them to get shut down. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, you know, we may have had to rethink that uh, as far as trying to have Chris promote us uh, at the Gaylord. So, I don't know. We may be we may be banned for life. <laughs> yeah, we want to make All sure. Right. We want to make sure everybody knows tomorrow we start at 8 o'clock, is it? That's right. It's uh, holiday. It's Thanksgiving week. So the first shift league does not bowl that week. They always decide to take it off every year, which it's on a Tuesday. I mean, Thanksgiving's two days yeah. from then. And none of our guys are ever out of town that week. And we, we always have bowling. We've had a, already a, a pre-bowl for it. And we may have more decide to pre-bowl or post-bowl, but we are going to bowl tomorrow. But because the early shift league is out, we will be bowling early at 8 o'clock. And so fresh oil. out there listening, we will have fresh oil. We'll have early start. We'll probably get out by 11, so that ought to be a little bit nice. But early start tomorrow, 8 o'clock. So we made tons of announcements last week. I think I made three of them. Yeah. So anybody hears this podcast, we are bowling at 8 o'clock tomorrow. And it'll be nice to see. I mean, uh, everybody's wanting everybody. A lot of people are complaining they wanted a fresh oil shot. So uh, <laughs> let's see what happens tomorrow night on the it fresh. It'll be an interesting podcast next week when we announce the scores and all the recap that we do for this week. Yeah, because we're looking or- right now. We're looking at what seven weeks left of the first half. Yep, S- six regular scheduled matches and then a position round. So there's only seven weeks left. Can you believe it's already been 11 weeks of the season? Yeah. I mean, we only got 18 weeks in each half. And, of course, we split the season up. It's 36 weeks for the whole season, but only 18 splitted. And we have the winners of each half bowl each other at the end. That's how we determine the champion. So we're already 11 weeks in out of 18 for the first half. So we're only got seven weeks left. It's crazy. Yeah, it's going fast. Yeah, uh, and it, it, it looks like that uh, Slate's Rockheads is starting to run away with it. Although, I don't know, this next opponent, they'll, they'll probably give them a run for their money. What do you think, Greg? Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun bowling it's, those guys. It is going to be fun. It happens to be our team, so my my team and Greg and Peyton. So you bowling to the first so, place team. Okay, so you bowling tomorrow night? Yep, we bowl yeah. them tomorrow night, 29 on, and 30. On a fresh oil shot. Oh, yeah, great. I don't know. I mean, I think all three, all six <laughs> bowlers bowl around the same line. I think their team may have a few more revs than our guys, although Peyton's got probably the most revs out of everybody. But he's also got the most power, I think. It's going to be a well-even match. I think we'll probably get a few pins of handicap on him, but it's going to be a damn good match. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Gil, Gil's used to bowling those three games before. Right, like me, he both had oh, early yeah. squad. Yeah, he'll be coming on fresh unless if they practice. Yeah, so so yeah, he'll be he'll be no practicing, fresh shot. So it'll be kind of new for him. Yeah, um, Neil. Yeah, I mean, it, just for everybody, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be hit or miss. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> Here we go with another of Beat Mark's Picks. Rounding out, we didn't make any picks last week, but the week before, 
Lee, you went four and four. Chris went four and four. I went three and five. Wow, no winners. And Everybody our guest lost. Yeah, and I guessed went three and five. I think our guest was Jared at the time. Well, what a lousy week that was. Yeah. So I'm overall, we forgot to picks last week. Yeah, we did. Oh, wow. uh, overall, you and Chris are tied, thirty-three wins each and fifteen losses. Wow. And myself, I'm at five hundred twenty-four wins, twenty-four losses. Hey. And our guest is slightly ahead, twelve wins, eleven losses. So this hasn't been a good half for me. But of course, you know. But of course, sixteen teams, and we got a lot of new bowlers, you know. So just don't trying to figure it all out, you know. I think and this that, is where you start to come on because now we got a blind team, and this is where you make your run. Yeah, well, this is this is you know the first half we pretty much bowl everybody once with two position rounds. So that's it. I'm starting to get a good idea of the different teams and what they can do, you know. Yeah. So, so we'll see. To get right into it, and we know Chris is taking the opposite of you, Lee, this week. He's taking the complete <laughs> opposite of you. He probably will. So, uh, but let's let's start it off with Team Eleven, Ricky and the Two Mikes, against Team Ten. Put your thumb in it. Oh, this is a match, right huh? off the bat, Chris. Yes, so this is Chris, and you don't know who the heck Chris is going to bring in on this match. He's tried to bring in a couple of ringers the last two weeks. He has. Yeah, so you don't know who's going to show up for either Phil or Jake, but I'm well, sure Chris somebody Chris, yeah, he Chris. has a big enough hangover. He might not show up at all. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I'm, if he wants his team to win, that might be his best bet. <laughs> Yeah, because I'll tell you, the time he didn't show up, man, Jake bowled great. Yeah. He did. They're all fast. Yeah, he bowled great. But the spread in this match, if I'm not mistaken, is 40 pins as it stands right now. Wow. That's uh, actually more than I thought. I didn't think Ricky's team was getting that much. They're getting 40 pins. Dang. Now, you know, Chris, if he bowls, he'll be a little bit hungover. Yep. Uh, yep. Fresh shot. Fresh shot. Little hungover. I told, him, I told him to show up at 8. You know, Chris, though, probably show up at 8.05. Yep. In this match, you just don't know who they're going to bring in. So, that said, and boy, I'll tell you, uh, Ricky and the two mics have been bowling great, huh? They have. I mean, the last two last two weeks, they've won over 40, you know? They have. Uh, they've really come on. And they've beaten some good teams, too. And that's uh, why I'm picking them. I'm picking uh, Ricky's team this week. You are, huh? I'm, I'm going to go the opposite of that. I don't know why. What? Yeah, I just think that Chris isn't going to show up, and that's the reason they're going to win. So the night that Chris is off the podcast, it's okay to pick them? Well, no, I think Chris is. I've got. I got a strong feeling he might be sick tomorrow, so he (laughs) he might not bowl. And you know, Uh, and if he doesn't bowl, you know, Phil and Jake are going to crush it. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good. They will. Even if Chris is there, there's a good chance he'll be too hungover to think about bowling. So he may actually be able to bowl good that week. 
another very good point. Very good point. So, yeah. what do you think? Uh, yeah, think, it, uh, if I knew Phil and Jake were going to be there, to me, it's pretty simple to go with uh, Ricky and the two mics. Yeah. It's just that, like you say, Mark, who's going to be there? Yeah. Boy, uh, I. Well, you know, if Chris isn't there, it's a W for for um, put your thumb in it. <laughs> right. It's a it's a W for us all. I think I will go with put your thumb in it. Oh, okay. two for Chris. I, I think I will go with them. All right. So that's two for you, Chris. All right, next pair, 13 against two. BD in the pocket against the vacant team. So they're the second lucky team in the, next, in the following week that gets them. I think it's pretty safe to say we're all going to pick uh, the non-vacant. Yeah, I yeah. think so. They've been going so good. Yeah. This can, you know, like, it's, it's always tough when you're bowling nobody. It's not easy, but I think Matthew Macy with the big hook and ball. Yeah. Uh, the fresh shot is really going to help him. Um, or the fresh shot could hurt the whole team. It's hard to Yeah, well, I think it might be a little tough for Brian and Christian because I think Brian won't have the three games that he usually bowls before our league. He is, he is used to bowling early on fresh without the warm-up, and he does pretty good in that league. So yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. you're going to yeah, see a big difference with him. Yeah, that's true. And then hopefully Christian will go with the urethane, so that'll drive that oil all over the place. Yeah. But, I yeah. Think I, we're all, uh, I think we're all for BD in the pocket. To yeah. When it gets to blind. Right. Okay. All right. Next pair, 16. Almost empty nest against blaming on the alcohol. This one will probably be in favor of one team. What's the spread on this one, Mark? Oh, this is huge. 229. What? Wow. That's yeah. the highest, I think, spread that we've ever had in JB Trio history. Yeah, 229. Man, that's a lot of pins. Now, that doesn't necessarily translate to victories because we all know that the scratch bowlers or the higher average bowlers do have an advantage. But, man, 229. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to go with almost empty nest on this. Oh, that, that's, that's just a whole prediction. Yeah, put it this way. That's a lot of pins to overcome, but the fresh shot isn't going to affect them one way or the other. You know what I mean? That's it's true. Be, I feel like they're going to, you know, it's just a straight up shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's going to be a little bit more work for us bowlers that haven't bowled on the fresh shot like that, that don't throw those straight shots. You know, this is like uh, Michigan playing Rutgers and getting a 30 point advantage. Yeah, or uh, Harvard, Harvard against OU or something. Yeah, Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to, a phrase been bowling hot. I'm going to go with uh, blame it on the alcohol. Yeah, I'm going to go with blame it on the alcohol too. Fred's been bowling great. I mean, he's, he's hopped up into the top three in average. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's your chances Garrett's going to have two bad weeks in a row? I think he's going to exactly. come out, you know, ready to. Guns blazing. Yeah. And, a again, I always see that high handicap as an advantage to the higher average team. To me, this is pretty, I won't say it's pretty easy, but it, it's 
pretty comfortable to say blaming it on the alcohol has a huge advantage here. It's a very good way to put it. I mean, if if and, and to me, you talk about the difference between fresh oil and the spent pairs we normally bowl on. If you're talking about 180 bowlers, yeah, but Fred and Garrett, I don't think it's going to matter that much to them. I agree. I definitely agree. All right. Next pair five. Mark's team is late sloppy seconds against Team 15, Team OG. They're climbing the charts as well. They've had a couple of good weeks there. Uh, what's the spread, Mark? Well, see, this is tough because they only got two bowlers, so you just don't know. You know what I mean? It's not one of those. It's not like you can say, you know, 60 pins. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just, like, have they just been bowling two of them every week? Actually, no, it's been sporadic. They've had different subs almost different weeks. Okay. The last week, the previous week, was the first week that they did not have a sub in that spot. So out of the 11 weeks, they've had 10 subs, many of them the same. They even had too many subs one night. They had two guys show up. They had to turn one guy away. I look at it that they will most likely have a sub. I don't know who, but they will have somebody. Here's the thing that's tough, though, is you always had that league before us. So you'd always make that announcement. Yep. You know, if anybody wanted to sub now with that league not bowling, you might not have anybody down there to, that. I Hi, mean, Leela. yeah. Although there might be somebody who might get down there to practice. Highly you know? likely. That's true. Yeah. So it's, you just don't know. And, and it makes it tough because you just don't know who they'll have. And yeah. So really can't peg a spread on this this match okay no problem and and i don't i don't man i'll pick on this one last okay no problem if i had to guess though i'd say that patrick and kyle kind of cancel each other out and ron who's a high average against darren who's a low average would be the spread of roughly about maybe 80 pins give or take and then you against the blind it's probably a spread of 30 pins they will be likely getting anywhere between 100 to 120 pins i and that's just real quick estimate i would say that that is not going to be enough i think that i think you guys with your experience in the league i think combined you guys got about maybe with, well, Ron by himself has got about 30 years in the league, and I know you've got 10-plus, and Kyle's got 10-plus, so 50-plus years in the league between all of you. I'm going to go with experience and say that you guys are going to win. Yeah, I think even yeah. if you give them another 20 pins for Mark Bowling on fresh oil, I still think slight sloppy seconds kind of squeaks this one out. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, Mark uh, – it's your spot, buddy. Fresh shot. You tend yeah, to do you good on the fresh shot. This is tough. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't like fresh shots. I bowl on those every Monday afternoon. Oh, really? Yeah, and sometimes it's good. Sometimes, you know, like I struggled today on a fresh shot on Monday afternoon, but two weeks ago I um, really hit it real nicely. And it's like if you're down the low end, it was a struggle like it was today. Down the high end, it was an easier, you know, I bowled well. So I'm going to go with our team on the notion that we're bowling down the high end and on on a fresh shot. And that seems to me to be a little different than 
being on the low end on a fresh shot. You know what I mean? So I've, I've done pretty well high end fresh shot than low end of the bowling alley on a fresh shot. So, yeah, I think it's just like the old lanes, even before they put these new lanes in, just anything on the low end was just really hard to bowl on. But so that being said, do you, what do you think, Mark? Do you think yeah, you're going to pull it out? Yeah, but I think Greg's right. I think it's going to be, it's not going to be, it's going to be a tight one. I really think it's not, you know, we're not going to stomp them. So you guys, you're out picking you guys. Okay. Yeah, I'll pick us. That's unanimous. The perfect kibosh. All right. So next pair, team seven, that is the S team, Chris Saunders and Tina and Diego against team three, Wicked Trio. Another kind of up in the air guess. Uh, do we have a, a spread on this one? Yeah, 41 pins. Really? Yes, That's team will get Interesting. Interesting. I didn't think it was going to be that much. Who's getting the 40? 41 pins is going to the S team. The S team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it does make sense. And it's, it's been a struggle for the Wicked Trio team. They had that unbelievable set three weeks ago where they bowled 900. But since then, they have not won. And I got big last week and the week before. Yeah, we bowled them last week, and it was a little bit of a struggle for them. And then a few weeks ago, we bowled them in 128, and it was a little bit of a struggle for really everybody. But I tell you, we bowled the S team maybe three weeks ago, and Chris Sonis shot a seven something that night. We're lucky we took 28. So I'm taking that team. I think the S team, I think that, again, a fresh shot. I think um, Chris will bowl pretty well. I don't think it's going to affect too much Diego or Tina. So I'm going to go with that team. Okay. All right. I'm going for the Wicked Trio. I think they're going to have a – this is a get-right week. They're going to bounce back. I think Larry's going to bowl really good that week, hold him up. So I'm going with Wicked Trio. Uh, what do you think, Greg? So here's the interesting because I I'm inclined to take Wicked Trio, but I have one thing preventing me from doing that, and that is I don't know that they have bowled consistently on fresh oil at Louisville. Um, good, very good. I, I know Larry bowls out at Plano, which he bowls pretty well, but that's Plano, nobody likes bowling their first time at Louisville. And fresh oil is basically like bowling time at Louisville if you haven't done it before. And I just don't know if they have. I, I know at least Chris Saunders, you know, Chris and Tina, I know they've bowled Louisville before, so it, it won't be quite as big a surprise for them. They pretty much grew up in Louisville. Yeah, so, I mean, that to that experience, um, it, it makes me want to lean toward and, and I think that's who I'm going to go with just because uh, experience the fresh wall. Just because Louisville's unlike anywhere else. Yeah, because the Saunders have been bowling there 20 plus years ever since right. they were in youth league. So they've been bowling there a long time. I know Diego's kind of brand new to bowling, but uh, he's been open bowling a long time. Yeah, and, so and, they and are the, definitely familiar with Louisville. And, and the folks on Wicked Trio, they may be able to bowl very well on the fresh wall, and, and they may. I just don't know, it, it, and it's that, that lack of knowledge that makes me want to lean toward the yes team. Yeah. So that's uh, two to one for uh, Wicked Trio, I think. Is that right? I, I picked Wicked yeah, Trio. Yeah, 
Yeah. Good one. Cool beans. So next pair, team eight, that is pin high, Craig. Now some feedback on this. They have already pre-bowled. I do not know the scores. They actually texted me about 10 minutes ago while in the middle of the podcast. So I don't know what the scores are. Okay. Uh, but they will be bowling up against three fingers deep. The, I guess the only difference is, is they bowled after the men's league tonight, pin high team. So they bowled on a non-fresh shot compared to three fingers deep, which will be bowling for, for trying to get back in the first on a fresh shot. I'm actually going to give it to Three Fingers Deep on this. I think they also have a bounce back week. George, who is a bowler on that first squad, is used to the fresh shot. He actually bowls better, I think, in that first set. So I think uh, I'm going to give it to Three Fingers Deep because of George. He's going to hold him up this week. Yeah, me, myself, I mean, I'm going to go on the notion that Caden and Rick are going to kill it. Not so much George, but, man, these guys have been wanting a fresh shot for a long time. They're going to get it tomorrow. So, yes, they are. And Rick, with that one-step delivery, when the lanes get a little too dry for him, he's, you know, especially the third game, he's trying to yank the hell out of it just to get it, <laughs> to keep it on the <laughs> lane. I think both of them are going to crush it. I, I wouldn't doubt if three fingers deep ends up with a team-high score tomorrow night. I do too. Yeah, I, I think three fingers deep. I think the fresh oil is to their advantage. I think so. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not bowling that team tomorrow night. <laughs> All right, it's unanimous. Now, I'm going to skip the next pair and go to the last pair, Team 14, Timmy, against Team 12, the men in the 10 pin. One team is trending up. They've been bowling pretty good, and the other team's been trending down. What's the spread on this, Mark? Well, you know, the spread, as I figured it out, I used Timothy Sherrill's hit Timothy's average. So it was 44 pins when you take uh, a 151 average, I guess Tim ends up with. It's like this match here, you know, if they got Brianna, obviously they're going to get a lot more pins. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see them win, but whatever – if Leland is there with you right now, ask him if he thinks he's going to win the match tomorrow, and I'll go the other way. He's actually not here. He, he's okay. uh, went, he snuck off to bed and probably go play games. Okay. That said, then, he's going to be well-rested for tomorrow's match, huh? <laughs> I am going to – I'd like to see them win this match, but I don't think it's going to, it's going to hold true. So I'm going with the men in a 10-pin. Oh, what a change there at the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the men in the now, you also I'm going to agree with you. It's only because of my rule of thumb that if you have a mystery team, if you don't know what lineup you're going to bowl with week by week, it's not to your advantage. So I'm ha- I hate to go against my son, but I'm going to have to go with uh, the men in the 10 pin. So I think if uh, if Chris isn't there, Camilla should bowl pretty well. <laughs> but I don't Good think it, I don't think it will be enough because I think the fresh oil will help the men in the tin pin. So I'm gonna have to go. And they're all solid guys. bowlers too. Yeah. All right. So we saved the best match for last. Yes, that this is, is match of the week. It's definitely the match of the week. Not bragging, but who are you calling a pinhead? Mine and Greg and Peyton's team against first place slates rockheads. 
what's the spread, Mark? I'm kind of curious myself. Right, right now the spread is you guys would be getting sixteen pens, oh. I believe. Man, I was hoping you're going to say something with a, at least a three in the front of it. Yeah. Sixteen. Oh, sixteen, man. Well, Greg, uh, do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, sure. So my my thought on it is is Peyton's really been bowling well the last few weeks. Um, he has, but that's largely because he's just been able to kind of wind up and fire it down there, and with that fresh oil. And, you know, obviously that's probably not going to be the case. So it, it kind of comes down to him. But boy, we've been bowling good lately. A couple of weeks ago, you were down and we picked you up. Last week, I was a little bit down and y'all picked me up. I mean, it's just been working that way for, for the last several weeks. And I, yeah, but that's a really good team we're bowling against. <laughs> I got to have faith in my team, though. I'm going to go with my team. Yeah, uh, it's hard not to go with your own team. But we happen to be bowling the first place team. They've won 10 out of 11 weeks. We have may have won 6 out of 11 weeks. Everything in my brain tells me to pick Slate's Rockheads. So I'd love to pick with my heart and say we're going to clobber them. Maybe they'll get, we'll get lucky and that'll happen, but I'm going to have to go with my brain. I'm going to have to go with Slate's Rockets. Ooh, wow. Well, I'll, I'll be the swing vote right here. Yes, you uh, will be. Yeah, I think the fresh shot is really going to help Peyton here, more so than anybody on that pair. And it may help you out a little bit too, Lee. So I'm going to go with your team to, to pull wow. this. Wow, holy moly. Yeah, I'm... Well, I'm glad we got two out of three, even though if I didn't pick for my own team. Yeah, um, I'm going to need to pull this out. Uh, maybe we'll get lucky. All right, gentlemen, those are the picks. And just to go over bowlers of the week real quick, that was Mr. Ricky Boudreaux, 102 pins over his average. Uh, he bowled, I think it was in the 640, 650 area. So kudos to Ricky. Uh, shout out to Gil. Gil Peterson shot 686, Fred Williams 683, and then I was tied with Gil for 74 pins over. For the ladies, we have, if I can find them, for the ladies, Camilla bowled a pretty good week, and she had 51 pins over average, so that was for the ladies, so she takes bowler of the week for the ladies, so kudos to Camilla. MVP race, and it's no... No doubt why this is the MVP candidate. <coughs> we have Mr. Fred Williams. He has won 57 points for his team, 64% winning percentage. He, he leapfrogged all the other candidates. But in second place, who's also right on this tail, tied for second. Two gentlemen that are very good. Greg Carlton. Greg won the fall bracket. And he, he's been winning his own individual points, so he's in second for 54 points. And Greg Martinez tied for second, 54 points. So good job, you guys. Just just another another note, Chris did fall out of the top three in average. He did, he did. He's not even uh, anywhere near the MVP race. He's got 42, so first place MVP is 57, and he's only got 42. He's got quite a bit of 
catching up to do if he's going to be in the MVP race. And speaking of the devil, look who's joining us. Hey, hey, Mr. OG Bowler himself. Happy birthday, Mr. Chris Woodmansey. Thank you for making an appearance. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, yeah, how, 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 how was the lap dance from Jose? <laughs> Did he let you play with host me? And and just for y'all know, I found the pickle. Oh, I found, found the pickle. pickle. I found the pickle. Oh wow, he found the pickle. Okay, yeah. your yours or his? Uh, his. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we were joking that you went to uh, the cabaret or something. Oh my god! <laughs> no, yeah. I'm here. I've been at the Gaylord since uh, since. Uh, Sunday morning, then the gear. Oh, wow. Texas. So, you're, so in yeah. the bathroom. you're in the bathroom now, right? I am. I am because and I'm talking. Like my, kids. Like <laughs> my kids, my kids are in the, in the room watching the Kansas game versus the Eagles. Oh, wow. Uh, her mom and dad are in there. So it sounds like you're sober now. Did you have a few drinks? Oh yeah. A lot. I figure. And how old are you today? I am the big 30, dirty, the 30, <laughs> No way. You are now an old man. Yeah, the dirty 30. What the hell's going on? Yeah, and Camilla turned 36 on Thursday, so, yes. I didn't know you guys' birthdays were so close. Yes. And then you guys' anniversary is like in a couple weeks, isn't it? It is. December 12th. It's December 11th. Sorry. Oh, my God. You're 30 now? You're 30? <laughs> no way. You know what? Your wife should be feel old because, like I said, she, I, she babysitting me in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes us feel old, but you're thirty. You're <laughs> yeah. a thirty-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, is your body starting to fail you now? Because you're thirty. Uh, my ankles are hurting. <laughs> man, you're, I don't know my weight, but damn. Are you are you getting cankles? Yeah, dude. I think. I mean, I, okay, I'm not gonna lie. This whole trip here at the Gala, I've been eating like a fucking bastard. Oh my god. I had like six elotes, like corn. Cup. Yeah, man, they're so good. I had like six, like I had like today. I had like seven whiskey, um, old fashions. Oh my seven. god! Yeah. How are you able to walk? I'm not. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Slumped over the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. just got done throwing up. That's why you're sober. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you just got done eating a nice fucking fifty dollar steak dinner. Wow. $50 steak dinner, and it was a 10 now steak. So you guys celebrating both your birthdays, Camilla and yours? No, uh, it, it was, it was, this gift is meant for her parents to her. I'm just a part of it because I'm married to her. You're so just the my gift. <laughs> Yeah. You're just the so, redheaded stepchild. Yeah. Exactly. So this is what, this is what they do for Camilla every year for her birthday. Take her to the Gaylord for a couple of days. Dang. So this is her gift. And you just happen to join. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just hard because like they do this every year and it always goes in the middle of my birthday. So when this happened, we're still we're stuck here on my birthday. So I can't do anything I want to do. Oh, you're so, stuck there. Yeah. But it's beautiful though. It's beautiful and it's awesome for the kids and stuff like that. So and you just turned 30. How about that? Yes, yeah, it's perfect. Just curious, just curious. Anybody bowling for you guys tomorrow? No, uh, no, we we will be there tomorrow. Oh, no hangover or anything? No. Hey, uh, did we did we we did you do the picks last week, right? Oh, uh, we forgot. I didn't okay, even yes. actually think of it until yeah, Mark you brought went, it up a while ago on the podcast. 
Yeah, I think you went 0-6 or 0-8. No, 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 no. It doesn't count like that. You forgot. So are we doing picks this week? Uh, we are. I'm going to text you to give me the results. So we just did the picks, and we'll have you uh, send us a text with your picks. Okay. Um, who, uh, who's leading right now? I'm leading or no? No, it's still tied. It's Dang. still tied. Yeah. Still tied. Two weeks ago, we tied. We went 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And unfortunately, you also got knocked out of the top three in average. Yes. So get that twenty dollars handy. <laughs> no, that's at the end of the year. Okay. End yeah. Of the year. It's it's starting to slide rapidly. <laughs> end of the year. Yeah, it's the end of the year. I'll give you that much. <laughs> he, he's you still might, got he time. He still he got time to break Garrett and uh, Neil's ankles. So. Yeah. See. <laughs> yeah, Tonya Hardy. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in, guys. Sorry I'm late to this podcast. I know y'all missed my voice and my my amazingness and perfection to this podcast. So tune in next time as you'll see me back on Tuesday, hear my voice back on Monday, and happy birthday to me. So fuck y'all. <laughs> Perfect ending. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Greg, thank you for being our guest this week. Congratulations again on the fall bracket. And uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow night. We would have had some damn good ratings until Chris showed up. (laughs) (laughs) The good thing is he'll edit that out at the end. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you later. Later, guys. Good night. (laughs) 